Well, okay, let, let's go ahead and get started. Um, so good morning. <clears throat> Hopefully you're in the right place. This is MBL 304. We're going to talk about Amazon Pinpoint, how we can <clears throat> build easy demographics and manage our campaigns in Pinpoint. And I'm going to go through some demos of how to put together some code to do that. So first, a brief intro of what Amazon Pinpoint is all about. Um, after that, we'll go into actually building our first campaign using some demographics. Um, we'll dive a little bit deeper into targeting using those demographics. And then we're going to engage our users across uh, a couple of channels. So we'll focus primarily on email, but Pinpoint can engage users across push, email, text messaging, and recently, this week, we just announced Pinpoint Extensions, which, which lets you te um, target your users using a Lambda function. And I'll talk a little bit more about that later. And then lastly, what we're going to do is put the pieces together and actually create um, an engagement workflow. We'll have three campaigns. First campaign is uh, we'll start off with our users just brought in to us, whether they're a customer through lead generation, maybe we scanned a badge. Um, but whatever that may be, they're our first level of engagement. So we're very happy to have new users and new customers. Um, we'll say all right to that. So that'll be our first campaign. And what I'm going to do is make my way from this side of the stage to the left side of the stage, or rather the right side of the stage for you. So we'll go from all right here to our next level of engagement. Um, this is a customer that um, we've brought in. We want to thank them for being here, maybe incent them with a coupon or, or something else to look at. Um, customers that move from there to the final level, um, at least for our demo, is a thank you stage. So that'll be the third and final campaign. So first, a little bit about Amazon Pinpoint. Um, how many people have heard of Amazon Pinpoint? Okay, so I'd say about a third of the room. How many people have actually used Amazon Pinpoint? Okay, maybe another third of the room. And then lastly, um, how many people have actually driven um, production marketing campaigns using Amazon Pinpoint? Okay, much fewer, much fewer. So what did I just do? So I, I looked across the room. I asked you guys three questions, and what I was able to do is, is know my audience, know your target audience. So um, based on that, I'm able to apply an attribute to each one of you that says whether you're new to Pinpoint, whether you've used Pinpoint, and whether you've actually um, run production campaigns with Pinpoint. So um, I actually have uh, three attribute values that I can assign to you, and that will let me actually push a campaign to you. So, um, that's going to be our first demo. Uh, so for those of you in that first category um, um, that know about Pinpoint, um, you can kind of breathe easy for a few minutes. I'm going to dive into Pinpoint for the rest of the folks that didn't raise their hand um, and want to know a little bit more about Pinpoint before we actually get into the demo. So Pinpoint can be broken into um, three basic use cases. First, we want to understand our users. So we want to measure the user behavior across the platforms. Um, Pinpoint is multi-channel. So when I talk about platforms, um, first and foremost, mobile apps. So iOS, Android mobile apps, 
Um, for that, we actually have an SDK. Um, second platform, email. So um, it might be hard to imagine, but you can actually assign a large number of attributes to email recipients and, and uh, manage your users that way. Everybody's very familiar with personalized email at this point. Email's been around for um, 20, 30 years in marketing now. Um, last one is uh, SMS text messaging. So um, same thing, you can actually assign attributes and understand your users through text messaging. So once you actually get some uh, attributes and you're able to measure user behavior, whether it's through an app, through email, or through text messaging, um, you can take that information and start to target your audience. So uh, for those of you that have not seen Pinpoint before versus those of you that have used Pinpoint versus those of you that are active Pinpoint users, now I can start to target. And I can target by creating segments. So I'll segment off um, folks that are new to the product versus folks that are already using and versus folks that are um, highly knowledgeable. And then last is the, the messaging and engaging. So um, how do I message you? First, I want to use those attributes because they have a lot of information about you to personalize the message. And then second, I want to understand when is best to message you. So, Perhaps my business is a restaurant and I want to tell you about tonight's dinner special. It doesn't make sense to message you at three in the morning. It does make sense to message you in the afternoon, maybe as you're about to get off work. Uh, so, so to make sure that we can message you at the right time, we have scheduling. And we also support local time. So um, you want to make sure that you message that person in the afternoon for your restaurant special at 3 or 4 p.m. their time, not your time. Okay? So a couple quick little uh, screenshot snippets here, uh, and we'll actually get into the product console and see what these look like in the console. Uh, but um, push, email, SMS, message templates. So we can use those attributes, uh, put them in a template, and then um, when we actually execute a campaign, the attribute values are merged into the template variables, and we create a personalized message. And then uh, local time. So you, there's a couple of uh, fine-grained settings around local time. We can uh, make sure that we message the user in their local time, and we can also set the time that the campaign starts. So you can imagine if you have a global user base, uh, maybe it's a Black Friday special. Well, if you start the campaign um, in your time zone, it might not make sense for uh, somebody halfway around the world. Um, they might actually end up getting it before Black Friday starts. So Pinpoint has its roots in mobile. Um, and this is what sort of the flywheel of engagement looks like in the mobile space. So we start off by analyzing that user behavior. We get those attributes from a mobile SDK. So if you go to AWS, go into the console, um, go into Mobile Hub, you can create a project in Mobile Hub, uh, and along with that is a mobile SDK that you can build right into your app. And that mobile SDK comes with uh, some really good baked-in uh, events that stream up to Pinpoint. So that's the first and easiest way to get a sense of your user behavior. Second, once you've got that information coming in from the devices, you can start to segment and target. 
Once you have those segments created, you can create the campaigns and start to execute the campaigns. That kicks, off, kicks us off into the lower right corner there, the message and engagement. Along with the campaigns come a number of campaign events. So you can see who the campaign was delivered to. You can see what they did with it. So simple things like click tracking, um, deep link activations, and other events that come in from the app that lets you measure the improvement. And that drives that cycle all over again. So we have this nice flywheel that we can build off of. OK, so let's get into actually building our first campaign using those demographics. I'm just going to swap the screen here. Okay, so when we started, I had got a show of hands from you, um, and I was able to gauge your knowledge level of pinpoint. So what I did is I broke that into a couple of categories, um, new to pinpoint, moderate knowledge level, and high knowledge level. And I will break this out a little bit further in just a second, but I'm going to run this and create three endpoints that are representative of us. So I've created three endpoints. What I'm going to do is jump in the console here. In that flywheel, I'm in the top right corner now. I'm creating the segment so that I can target. And we're going to focus on email for this one. So knowledge level, those that are new to pinpoint, those that have them, a modest knowledge level and a high knowledge level. So I can pick the new and just give this a segment name, new to pinpoint. I'll create a campaign off of that segment. Just a simple message. So the scheduling. This is uh, where we can set local time. We can also set quiet time. So uh, we don't want to message people while they're sleeping. We can set recurrence of a campaign. So we're going to do this just an immediate push right now so I can get that email out and you can see that working. Uh, but I can also set this for a one-time run in the future. I can set this to run hourly, daily, weekly, or monthly. And the recurring is something that's actually going to be quite valuable in the next demo. For now, I'm just going to send this off. And while that's executing, we'll jump back to this slide. So out of the box, there's a number of um, analytics that you get and dashboards that you get uh, just by implementing the SDK. So you get events that are uh, uh, 
uh, counts, session starts, <clears throat> Mao, DAO events, so monthly active users, daily active users. Um, you get sticky factor, locales. And then you get all of this information in the demographics about uh, the app version that you're using, if it's a mobile app, the platforms, device make and model. So um, that lets you uh, segment based on the device and the app. And then the last, last one in the middle, in the third column there is custom attributes. We're going to be focusing a little bit more on custom attributes. So that's great that we get this stuff about the device, but what about the user? What about their behaviors? We can't imagine every different way that you want to segment and target your customers, uh, but you can. So there's custom attributes where you get to declare what that attribute is and how to set the values for it. And then lastly, the uh, campaign schedules and deliveries. So now we're in the bottom right corner, deliveries. And I'm going to jump back over to my laptop. And I've got this email here. So it just popped, it says, welcome to MB304. Thank you for joining us to learn about Pinpoint. Awesome. So what I did is I targeted just the folks that are new to Pinpoint but have never seen it before, um, and I sent a message. Okay. So that was our first campaign. Let's go a little deeper. So if you're targeting a mobile app, there is an SDK, uh, and, that, and you get device profile that has a lot of information about the device, platform, make, model, locale, app version. We talked about most of that. You can also tack onto uh, mobile app custom attributes and user attributes. But I'm going to switch away from talking about mobile apps at this point and start talking about how we run campaigns against uh, emails or SMS. So with an email, obviously there isn't an SDK that you build into an email. So how do you get attributes? How do you assign attributes and how do you target based on those? And then the last column is user. So this is a special set of attributes and we'll actually use that for segmentation. So what's different between a user attribute, a custom attribute, and a device attribute? Device attributes are bound to the device. Custom attributes um, can be associated with a device, an email, or a text message. User attributes actually span all of those. So you can assign a single user ID and a set of attributes to that user that will span all of the phones, tablets, email addresses, phone numbers that your customer has registered with you. So this is cool because this gives us a platform where we can do things like manage user preferences. So it could be, for example, a channel preference. Let's say we have a new customer, they come in and they say, you know what, I don't want you text messaging me, but I'm okay with you emailing me. You can set that user preference. Um, they can set it on their tablet, their phone, their email. And you can read that user preference and then know how to message that customer. You could also use it for um, other settings. Maybe it's an app setting that you want to um, propagate from the user's phone to the user's tablet. So it could be font size or, or background color in your app, something simple. Um, they set it in their phone. 
you respect that, um, and then the app on the tablet um, is able to take advantage of that. Let's go back one. Actually, back a couple here. Okay, so let's actually get into uh, targeting using those user attributes. So when I ran that first campaign, um, I threw up a little bit of JavaScript and, and executed it, and we didn't actually get a chance to look at what was going on there. So now we're going to take a, a deeper look at what was actually happening. So how did we actually target just the new users um, using a, an attribute? So how did I create that new to pinpoint demographic? So at the core of pinpoint, the, the basis for all of the targeting is an endpoint, um, not to be confused with uh, endpoints in um, web service vernacular. What we call an endpoint is actually the, the terminus of the message that you're delivering. So an endpoint can be an email, a phone number, or um, a push token to a mobile app. So what I have up on the screen here is um, an endpoint for a mobile app that's uh, GCM, so um, GCM FCM, so this would be an Android app. The second one is the uh, address. So this would, in this case, for the mobile app, this would be the push token. And then we have a few other things. So location, demographic, attributes, and user. So attributes and user um, is where this conversation is going. So attributes are, are where I can set um, attributes using my imagination. And then user, those user attributes are the ones that I can actually propagate across devices. So how do we get an endpoint into Pinpoint so that we can actually do some targeting and some campaigns? First couple of methods are very easy. So from the command line, it's literally just AWS pinpoint, update endpoint, give it an application ID and an endpoint ID. Application ID, once you go into pinpoint, you can create an app and get back the app ID. It's a very simple call to AWS pinpoint, create app. And then endpoint ID is something that, that you get to control. So we can auto-generate one for you, or you can provide an endpoint ID. And then the request body. So that was the, uh, the payload that we saw on the previous screen. Now, if you, you want to go further than registering one endpoint at a time, on the right side is a, is a batch call. So you can queue up a, an array of endpoints. But let's say you already have active marketing already. So you have more than just a few dozen. So registering one at a time doesn't make sense. Registering a batch doesn't make sense. We want to get a whole bunch of endpoints in the pinpoint. So uh, it could be an email list. Pull that list into JSON or CSV format, upload it to S3. Pinpoint has import jobs that can bring those in. So again, from the command line, AWS pinpoint, create import job, give it the app ID, point it to the S3 bucket that has that CSV file or JSON file, and we'll do the work to upload and import those endpoints for you. So once all of that's up in the system, now let's have some fun. So zeroing in on the, on the user attributes. So 
channel preference. In that example I gave earlier, well, maybe I don't want to get text messages, but I'm okay getting email or vice versa. It makes sense for us to actually assign a user attribute that's channel preference. So in this case, in this example, what I've done is I've opened up the user attributes section. I created a channel preference, email, and a marketing stage, welcome. So this is where we start to get into the, the demo scenario. So um, in the same sense that I divided the room into uh, three, de three demographics, I'm going to divide up this demo into three demographics. So the right side of the stage, like I said, this is your leads first came in. So I'm going to tag them with a, with a welcome marketing stage and give them a marketing value. We'll move them to the second stage where it's an incentivizing stage. And then finally, um, a reward stage, a thank you stage. So let's jump over back to demo mode and let's create some endpoints. Okay, so what I've done is I've got a little bit of script here that's going to create four endpoints. And you can see that marketing stage attribute that I've created. And I'm also going to give it a marketing value. All right, because you know, if I'm a business and I've got a new lead, I'm gonna say, all right, they're interested in my business. So I just give it a marketing value of all right. Any uh, movie buffs in the audience? This is gonna be a, a bonus question. So I've got four of those. Let me go ahead and run those. There's one for myself, targeting my email. I also have um, three more in this script, targeting three of the Pinpoint product managers, Georgie, Zach, and Prashant. If you've been going to the Pinpoint sessions earlier in the week, uh, you've heard them speak on various aspects of Pinpoint. So let me go ahead and run this. So I've got four endpoints registered now. If I jump back over to the console, what I'll do is jump into the demographics. I'm gonna scroll down. And we're gonna see the user attribute, or the, the custom attribute that I created. So like I said, I registered four endpoints. There's one for myself, one for Georgie, one for Prashant, and one for Zach. So, I could target using that demographic. It doesn't make much sense to target based on somebody's name, but I could do that. What does make more sense is to target based on the stage of marketing that they're in or the marketing value that, have I, that I've assigned to them. So right now they're all in the welcome marketing stage and they all have a, a single all right as a marketing value. Let's go ahead and target the Welcome stage. So I'll jump into campaigns. Or rather, let me jump into segments. I'm going to create a welcome segment. I'm going to target the email. 
Then we'll target the welcome stage. Create that segment. Now I'll create a campaign off the segment. Similarly, I'll call this welcome. And I want to do something more interesting here. So um, let's pop up uh, a better template. So a few things are happening here. <clears throat> first, um, it says, hi, attributes, first name. Well, I would like to personalize the email. So like I said earlier, we can personalize using those attributes. Um, next thing you see here is uh, three links. So what's going on with those? So it makes sense to put email links in your, in your marketing emails. Um, but what this is actually going to do is, um, how would you like us to communicate with you? So what I'm going to do is actually um, use those email links to update the endpoints for each of these users to set the uh, preferred communication channel. And I'll show you how that we go about doing that. And I'll just take out that image. And again, we'll just send this immediately. Now, before I kick this off into the next step, here's where the recurring part comes in. I mentioned I would come back to this. So I've created this campaign that's my welcome campaign. And it's based off the welcome segment. It's all the people that are, that are first coming into uh, my engagement. I can run that once, but then I'd have to come back and remember to run it again tomorrow to find new users, and then the next day. If I set this to hourly or daily, and it runs every hour, every day, what this does is it, it lets Pinpoint groom for you all of the new leads that are coming in. So as endpoints are getting registered into Pinpoint, anybody that comes in that's in that welcome stage will get picked up and uh, we'll get this nice welcome message and let them set their uh, preferred communication channel. So this is um, exactly why we would use hourly or, or daily campaigns, because segments actually change over time. So if I message all of the folks in that welcome stage right now, uh, and maybe they move out of the welcome stage, there's nobody left to message. But new users coming in will be in the welcome stage. Okay, so let me launch that. And while that's running, let's dig a little bit further into the uh, um, features that are available in each of these channels. So for the push channel, Pinpoint supports GCM, FCM, APNS, ADM for messaging to um, Amazon devices, and Baidu. Second column there is uh, text messaging. So for text messaging, Pinpoint lets you register long codes, short codes. We've all gotten those um, text messages. You can assign a number of keywords to your um, long code or short code. 
Um, and you can use those keywords to actually enable two-way messaging. So I can send you, hi, welcome to Pinpoint. Would you like to continue to receive text messaging? We all know the stop command, but we can assign other keywords like yes, please. We can even assign a keyword that says change preference. And then email. So Pinpoint does email from address, from domain. So I can send it from my own address. I can register my own um, business domain entity to, so that any of the marketers in my domain can send email. Um, reputation enforced, very important. So um, Pinpoint uh, is a reputation enforced email delivery provider. So what this means is um, we're very cognizant of, of misuse and abuse. And um, by protecting you from that, it ensures that we give you a good email deliverability rates so that your emails aren't rejected. And then lastly, uh, this week, pinpoint extensions. So we leverage Lambda. And in pinpoint extensions, you get to write the Lambda function. You can, and you can write a Lambda function as a filter. So when I create a segment, so I create that welcome segment, Maybe there's some extra information in your system that you want to use to enrich or filter with. So when I execute a campaign and I pull all of the um, addresses in that filter, in, in that segment, I can pass it through the filter that you write, and then the ones that come out the other side are the ones that actually get messages delivered to them. Pinpoint extensions also lets you use Lambda as an action. So the first three columns, push, text, email, those are the actions. That fourth column, lambda, is an action. So what that means is all of the endpoints that I've extracted at the time of campaign execution, I'll actually send to a lambda function that you provide. So you can let your imagination run wild on this, but a couple of interesting use cases are maybe you have a, a favorite uh, communication channel or a chat, chat bot that you like to use. Um, by targeting a Lambda invocation, you can implement the API of your choice, whether it's on your system or somebody else's system, and actually do messaging that way. So some really cool flexibility comes out of pinpoint extensions. Okay. So let me just jump back over and see how we're doing with our campaign execution. So you can see that I've got an email here from Amazon Pinpoint. So welcome, Zach. By the way, because I'm just one person on the stage, I registered Zach, Prashant, Georgie, and myself to my email address so that I can get a message that I can actually demo through here. So I've got the email. Now I can actually uh, click on a link. So I prefer to continue communicating with you through email. And the link can go anywhere. And I'll, I'll explain to you what I'm doing with the link in, in just a minute. So I clicked on that link. And let's jump back over to the slide deck. And we'll see what actually happened when I clicked on that link. So there's a couple of ways to um, integrate with Pinpoint. I mentioned the mobile SDK, which makes sense for mobile apps. But 
What if I want to focus primarily on email campaigns or text campaigns? What if my business isn't actually focused around mobile apps? There are plenty of lucrative industries where that's the case. Maybe, maybe I own a surf shop. Maybe I'm in the concrete industry. Mobile apps are not where I engage my customers. Um, so for that, for number two, we can directly update the endpoints using the SDK, which you've seen us. We've been doing that for a few minutes now, or through the REST API. And here's what we can do. So I did the first part. We sent the welcome message. Now um, we're going to incentivize by offering a coupon to the folks that clicked on the welcome message. But how do we know that they clicked on the welcome message? For this, we're going to use another feature of Pinpoint called Event Streams. So Event Streams actually let Pinpoint export all of the campaign events to Kinesis or Kinesis Firehose, um, which you can then do anything you want with. So from Kinesis, Kinesis Firehose, you can drop those in S3, you can drop them in Redshift, you can bring them on-prem for processing. Um, but what we're using it for in this demo is I'm actually going to use that Kinesis stream um, as my trigger mechanism to see who's opened the email, who's clicked on the email, and I'll update the endpoint attributes based on that. So to enable event streams, very simple. From the command line again, it's just pinpoint, put event stream, um, give it the stream arn and a roll arn. So you'll go into Kinesis, create, create the stream first, and then um, provide the arns to pinpoint. <clears throat> Here's how it works. So I create pinpoint event stream. I'm going to create a lambda function that actually pulls events from the Kinesis stream. And in that Lambda function, I'm going to update the attributes using that update endpoint call. And it will create a nice feedback loop that looks like this. So we started by calling update endpoint to, to create some email addresses. We targeted those by creating a welcome campaign. When I opened that email, all of the emails, all of the URLs are wrapped with a click tracking, which sends an event back to pinpoint which gets dropped in the pinpoint event stream, which I pick up with my Lambda function where I call update endpoint. And so I can actually update you from um, setting the, the marketing stage attribute from welcome to the next stage. So let's jump back over and see what we've got. Okay, so we know that we sent that welcome message. Now let's create a new segment. I'm going to call this Incent. So this is where we want to incentivize. So we brought in a new user, maybe through a lead. Um, they opened our email, so we know they're interested in our business. So now let's incentivize them. So 
So in this case, marketing stage will be in sent. And then let's create a campaign for that. Again, we'll just do this immediate. Okay. So now we're moving from the welcome stage to the incent stage, and then we're going to do a final step from the incent stage to the thank you for getting even deeper in engagement with us, so it'll be the thank you stage. create one last campaign. Jump this back over here. I want to create the thank you campaign. I'll just kick that one off immediately. And we'll just uh, So the second bullet there, we did the welcome, we did the value add, and I just created the um, thank you phase of the campaign. 
Now, remember that I actually created two custom attributes. The first one was the marketing stage, welcome, incent, reward. And I also assigned a marketing value. And you remember I said, you know, we, bet, we uh, maybe scanned a badge and we said, all right, we got a customer, they're interested in our business. Um, so as I moved um, those customers through welcome to incent to reward, or to value add to reward, what I did is I also incremented their marketing value. So I went from all right to, okay, so they opened the welcome email, so I'm gonna bump their marketing value to add another all right, because cool, they are, really are interested. So they looked at my catalog or they looked at my coupon. So I tacked on another all right, so all right, all right. And then in the reward stage, when they click on that, I'm actually gonna tack on another all right. So all right, all right, all right. Now let's take a deeper look at how we actually pulled this off. So I mentioned that we used a lambda function. So here's what the Lambda function actually looks like. So um, Lambda and Kinesis do a nice job of giving you a, a very easy template to use to actually connect your Lambda function to Kinesis. Pinpoint sends the events to the Kinesis stream. The Kinesis stream triggers an event for Lambda to invoke um, and passes a number of records. So the first thing we do is iterate through the records and we pull out the payload. So the payload is base64 encoded, so we need to do a quick decode to actually get the payload that makes sense. And inside the payload will actually be the event from pinpoint. So I can, you can see here that I've already filtered off of just looking for the email clicks. I have a to-do up here. If you're actually doing this in production, you need to add a little more filtering there and make sure that you're only filtering for events for the campaign or the app ID that you're using. But in this case, for a simple demo, I'll just filter out all the email clicks. I know I'm the only person sending campaigns from this account. And I've got a breakout of what the actual decoded payload looks like here. So this is what you'll actually get um, back from Pinpoint. This is the actual event payload. So I can see the event type. In this case, it's an email click, timestamp. The app ID is the app that we created. And then the client ID is the email address, or, or is the, um, the endpoint ID. And then under attributes, feedback. So this is the actual URL that they clicked on inside the email. So we can think of a mobile app in the sense of um, being a, a, a digital user engagement app because there's a, a presentation layer, there's interaction, and then we collect attributes from it. In the same sense, when we create um, an app and pinpoint for email, it's the same thing. When you get an email, there's a presentation layer. We can put interactive links into it. We can bind attributes to that. So we can create the same um, engagement interaction through email that we can with a mobile app. So when you create an app in Pinpoint, you're not just creating a mobile app, you're creating an engagement app, regardless of the channel that you're engaging your customers on. 
Okay, so I've got that payload, and if we just um, continue down looking at this um, lambda function, in fact, I actually have the full function here in the Lambda console. Lambda console gives you a nice way, um, completely toolless, to actually just build up this function. So you don't even have to install an IDE. You don't have to have a node on your desktop. You just go right into the Lambda console, and you can actually code away right there. Makes it pretty easy. So inside my email click event code, if I scroll down, um, what I'm going to do is I, I pull out the app ID and the endpoint ID or the client ID. I fetch that whole endpoint back. I look at the preference they clicked on in the email, whether it's email, SMS, or push. And then I build up the request payload to actually call back to pinpoint to update that endpoint, saying that they clicked on um, SMS, email, or push, and then the last thing I do is update the endpoint here. Okay. So, so jumping back over, second to last bullet point there. We responded to the email, and that triggered the event stream, which triggered the Lambda function, which let us update our endpoint. Pretty cool. Um, let's wrap it up by seeing that final, that final um, thank you campaign that we executed. So I see I've got a, a thank you up there on the screen. So let me just open that up. Cool. So that's our, that's our last stage. That's where we said, okay, we moved somebody all the way over here. Um, thanks for moving through our engagement with us. Um, please accept some token of gratitude. So this is where we can give a gift to our, our user or our customer. Go ahead and click on that. Of course, you know by looking at the Lambda code that was just on the screen when I clicked on that, um, it went through the event stream, went through Kinesis, triggered that Lambda again, which bumped the marketing value, which means we took the customer from a marketing value of all right to all right, all right, all right, or rather to all right, and then finally to three all rights, all right, all right, all right. Very cool. And just to tie off on that, if I jump back to demographics, we'll give those events a minute to rattle around, and we'll just uh, verify that we've got our three all rights. Cool. So um, this actually wraps up that, that demo. <clears throat> So I've shown that we can actually engage users across email. SMS, oh, I didn't actually send an SMS yet. So we'll have to come back to that in just a second. <clears throat> and mobile push. So mobile push, I did not focus on in this session because we had three sessions this week that focused on mobile push. Hopefully you got to see the session yesterday, which was particularly interesting. It was 
Amazon Music, and they were talking about how they used Pinpoint to create their engagement campaigns. Um, so that was a very cool uh, session. So I've got my phone here because I did not show you um, sending to SMS. <clears throat> I do have one more campaign to share with you. So in that scenario, we talked about maybe scanning a badge or onboarding an email, but what if it was a phone number? Let me go ahead and create a welcome segment. So I'm going to welcome you by phone. SMS. <clears throat> Create that welcome campaign. Oops. And I'll send that out immediately as well. Cool. And I submitted that campaign. So um, we covered using attributes to build demographics. We covered taking those demographics and turning them into segments that we can then build campaigns on top of that you can message your customers with. Um, that first campaign we ran, it just took a minute to update, upload a couple of endpoints and um, get that campaign underway. And then maintaining the attributes across devices and channels. So if you have a mobile SDK and a mobile app, you can maintain the attributes that way. If you have um, email or SMS, you can bind a Lambda function to that event stream um, and update attributes that way. And then, uh, last but not least, there is another session on Pinpoint tomorrow morning, 9.15, that I would like to encourage you to go to. And that would be the last uh, Pinpoint session of the week. A number of Pinpoint sessions have been going on all week, so if you missed them, I encourage you to um, go out on the channel and, and watch the sessions that you've missed. Any questions? Before I jump into the questions, I don't know if you guys can see this, but here's the welcome and thank you text message that we created as that, as that welcome using SMS campaign. All right, first question. Uh, 
Uh, so Pinpoint actually builds the event stream for you. You just write the lambda that responds to it. Yeah. So. Yeah, so, so all I did in, when I created that campaign is I provided the URLs. When we send that email, um, that gets wrapped in a click tracking URL, um, which internally on Pinpoint generates events for you that you can respond to. So the events that are generated are, are email sent, email delivered, um, email open, and then uh, email click. So you can actually write a Lambda function that responds to each of those. Yeah, so um, Pinpoint won't collect um, a, a lot of attributes, but it will collect based on delivered. So you will get sent and delivered. Um, then if the user opens it and doesn't click on anything, you also get an open event. So you'll get sent, delivered, and open without the user doing anything else to the email. So um, there's a couple of ways you can get at the data, through the console, through the event stream. So we use the event stream to actually respond to the events. But the other thing the event stream does um, is gives you an export of all the events that Pinpoint is collecting. Um, so that the total sum of all of the events, um, you can export to S3 or Firehose or take on-prem if you want. So you get access to all of the data. Yep, yep, you just subscribe to the event stream. Any other questions? Yes. Can you use ML to segment customers? So not directly built into the API or the console, but if I can go back just a few slides here. There's two ways you can integrate with ML. So first, is you can actually control the segments. So you can upload endpoints to Pinpoint, and then you can create a segment there. Um, the second scenario that Pinpoint supports is you can actually um, point Pinpoint at an S3 bucket and say, that's my segment. So if you have ML exporting endpoints into an S3 bucket, Pinpoint can look at that and use that as a segment. So ML controls what's in that bucket. Um, the second way, and probably the more interesting, is that fourth column, the lambda, um, implementation there, so that's pinpoint extension. So you use um, Lambda as a filter, um, and you can prescribe any ML you want inside the Lambda function. Okay, last questions? Yes? So you're talking about doing ad tracking in the email? Did, did I catch that right? Okay. So um, yeah, if you're trying to ball up like the whole hash inside of a query string of a URL, um, 
Yeah, you, you, we're bound by URL um, size limits, right? Um, so there's not like an opportunity inside an email to attach a payload inside of um, you know a post or something like that. So it would be just what's in that that email URL to click track. No, so um, in in the example here, so if I just open back up the decoded payload, open that back up. So let me switch over to this. So that bottom part attributes feedback. So that's that's the click, the URL that was clicked. So. You're, you're bound by um, what can actually fit in the URL size limit, if you want to make it a legitimate URL. Okay, thank you everybody. I really appreciate you coming. I know there was a mix up with where the location was. Um, and I encourage you guys to open up Pinpoint and run your first campaign. Thank you.